Hello, it's Tiffany again. Welcome to Newson's Homeschooling Journeys. Um, I am the head teacher, content creator, principal, just all in all, maker and do shaker happener of San Coso Newson Academy. You can find us on Instagram or IG and Facebook at San Coso Newson Academy, all one word. This episode was a recap of where it all began. Um, we had a lot of going-ons and everything for this time period, and it really was one of those, it was the final breaking point. So I'm going to talk about it here. Well, let's dive in. Prior to kids and after having my first, I had always desired to homeschool. There's just something about wanting to be an active relationship in my child's education that always appealed to me. Despite ha- having to use daycare and Head Start, I was very active in my first learning from an early age. Having her reading and writing before entering kindergarten, thanks to Tom Phonics Classic, and volunteering often at her pre-K, After having a hard pregnancy with a brother, I set that dream aside and followed mainstream culture by putting my daughter in public school. The following year was arduous, bruh, filled with frustrations over her being placed in an extremely easy kindergarten class to changing reading styles that didn't focus on phonics, but rather read word memorization and sight words. The first year of kindergarten was not a pleasant year. The high point and what was assumed to be the greatest compliment in her academic career was getting into tag, talented and gifted in first grade. However, that was more of a shiny cover of a larger issue. Upon entering third grade, her reading progress started to decline and the talks of homeschooling resurfaced. During the summers, I was buying reading comprehension books to help her reading her reading get on grade level. About a month into it, I realized the dilemma. She understood extremely well but because of her teachings, I'm not going to fully place the blame on the school system at large, but rather give it a strong side eye. Didn't teach vocabulary words, rather place a strong emphasis on using context clues to figure out unknown words. She wasn't able to comprehend what's being read. Using that strategy as the only strategy for comprehension is bound to fail, to which it did. She fell into what is known as the vocabulary gap. This is when a child's vocabulary is not large nor sufficient enough to fully understand and grasp what is being read. That makes comprehending materials near impossible. For another year, fourth grade, we continued to struggle with her reading. Concurrently, other major issues arrived and new family turmoils presented themselves. My oldest was seriously bullied and despite seeking intervention from the school and monitoring the bus ride home, it persisted to the point of crisis. Alongside that, our family grew with an unexpected but happy miracle baby. However, she struggled with having two younger siblings, both being under two years old. These compounded happenings made my oldest school life too much. Her best and also most her best and also most financial option, homeschooling. Like my daughter, my son was also not having a successful time at traditional school. He had a very hard pre-K experience. Unlike my oldest, who was really excited during her year there, my son struggled for wanting to go. Every night and morning, it was tantrum about having to go and preferring to stay home with his younger sister. 
me and my husband's first thought was that since it was his first out-of-home experience, time would be the best answer. Time to adjust, time to self-manage, time for self-exploration. None of them were. From the first day to graduation, tears, tantrums, and frustration. All that was my clincher. We became homeschoolers. Our journey began. So Kofa Newson Academy was established 2017. Gun company and a journey makes the way seem shorter. Isaac Walton. Looking back from when I first wrote this blog post and even back to when we first started homeschooling, homeschooling has been an amazing adventure and I am so grateful for this journey. I'm grateful for how it has brought us together, how we have found our strengths, the the learning that we've gotten, the flexibility, the fun that we've had, just the in general close-knitness. Close-knitness, is that a thing? I, I don't know. The closeness that we have gotten from being a homeschool family. Um, I, I can truly say that it gives me joy, no matter how much work it is, no matter how much prepping, how much losing sleep um, I may not get because of my work and the hours that I work, I still would absolutely 100% choose this again. If anything, I would choose this earlier and I would petition more for me finding a way of having to work this and my children never actually getting into public school system at all. Um, but I also do appreciate the public school system for cementing my beliefs and really showing that there can it can be done. And despite it all and despite how difficult it may seem, that is absolutely worth it. With my youngest, she is now seven. Um, and in starting second grade. And for her, she has never been into public school. And it is so intriguing to me seeing how she has changed. Well, seeing, not necessarily she's changed, but seeing the change of when my children, my younger two were in at seven years old. My oldest was in second grade and she was um, about to have her brother, I believe. We were either married or I think we were about to have her brother or we just had her brother. And um, seeing how the difference of school life is and personalities and what she picks up. Because she's truly her own child. And she doesn't let any other children sway her into what she wants to do or how she thinks or what she's going to act. Because she's never had to be restricted in that mo- in that sense. There was a time when we had passed by a public school. And it was on a Friday. And it was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And we had just came from someplace, something, doing whatever. And she was like, there's school on Friday? And we're like, yes, public schoolers normally do school on Friday. And she was like, oh, no, I don't want to do public school. I like not having to do school on Friday. And everyone just laughed because this to her, it was normal to not have school on Friday. My entire year, her entire years of doing public school, we have never done a school on Friday. So to see that there's children her age that have to be stuck in a school building on Fridays and not just being stuck in a school building, but at three o'clock, they're just now 
getting on the bus to go home. And we explained to her, you know, they're getting up at six, seven in the morning and they're not getting out on the school bus or getting home until three. And she was just flabbergasted at the idea that this is what normal people do. <laughs> she just, the, the concept just cannot grasp her. And I just find it tick, just completely ticklish because like just having that type of black freedom Black freedom. Well, technically, yes, it is Black freedom. Having that type of freedom to not have to be restricted to a building or a time or a schedule. And if we just say, hey, let's get up and go, we can get up and go. And it's not that big of a deal. We can always fit school in. And even fitting school in is such a, a simple thing. It's reading a book. It's drawing a picture. It's writing something. Um the ideas of how we do school like it was started to snow one day and we started talking about the water cycle and we were all explaining it and i was explaining how hailstorms uh hailstorms worked and then it was a couple of weeks later and the kids recalled everything i had to say while we're in the car from the car ride and it doesn't necessarily mean that school has to be in a certain spot and it was it's the journey of homeschooling is just so amazing because when you look at it public school, you're in school for several hours a day, you know, six, seven hours a day. And then you have homework and those that homework is, depending on your workload, anywhere between an hour to two hours long, sometimes even three, if you're having one of the AP or honors courses or if you're in tech, you have a project, whatever the case may be, you're doing almost nine hours worth of work, honestly, for free. And you are expected to constantly perform and constantly be on versus homeschooling. Schooling oftentimes isn't what schooling is going to look like out to the outer world. A YouTube video and self-exploration is often what is happening here at school. Even though I do use textbooks, I do use workbooks and all these other things, they still take the time to usually learn on their own or expound on their own or we're having a conversation versus a lecture and parent-teacher um, guided type things. So all that to say that I am so appreciative of looking back, what is it, six, five, six years later, and really so thankful for the journey of homeschooling itself. So speaking of where it all began, here is my two youngest, and they get to tell me, because they also wanted to be using the microphone, they tell me what they think of homeschooling. I love it. You get so much opportunity, and you get snacks, and you can have so much fun. How do you like not having to do school on Fridays? It's great. It's great. What about you? I love school because it's a great thing and it's great to learn. It's great to learn? Yes, it is very good to learn. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's good to learn. Do y'all like how y'all learn? Yes. You do very fun ways. And we would like to love if we can do chemistry. You would like to love sometimes. if you can do chemistry sometimes? Please and thank you. Okay, I'll look into it later. And there's that on that. See y'all later. It's a minute.